1: while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED.
2: Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now. Okay, we're here. Yeah, oof, what a rush! I haven't even gotten in the dance studio yet, and I'm out of breath. Hey, y'all, what's up with it? I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Welcome to Right Nowish. Every Wednesday evening, a group of folks gather at In the Groove Studios on 14th and Jefferson in downtown Oakland for a free open lab session where they practice and perfect their dance moves. This is the home of the One Up Crew, a collective of people who dance in different styles. There's some turfing and ballroom, pop locking and crumping, and all of the practice is in preparation for monthly battles against other crews. Some of the battles are freestyle, where dancers can do a little bit of whatever, and other battles are three-on-three dance-offs, where teammates choreograph their moves with one another. Imagine the movie You Got Served, yeah. But this is real life with real people and a real story about dancing in Oakland, as shown through one of the crew's leaders, Tariq Rollerson. He's a third generation dancer from the town who's a part of a community that's creating a new way of gigging. We all know that in the Bay Area, we uh, dance a little different. Today, Tariq gives us some insight on why we move the way we do.
0: Yeah, pleasure pleasure to meet you, man. Pleasure. My name's Tariq Rollerson. I'm from Oakland, California. I am 27 years young, and I am the director of One Up Crew based out of Oakland, California.
2: How do you tell stories through dancing?
0: For me, the style of dance that I do for freestyle is called Crump. Crump came from L.A. The dance is formed... Through a physical representation of fighting, I'm creating a story of me getting into a physical fight. So we have different things like jabs. Jabs is like a boxing term, right? With jabs, it's like something that goes out quick and come in. So you use your arms to represent a jab. I'm creating a story of me. Getting into a physical fight, I could be taking someone's head, snatching it, and then throwing it to an opposite direction, and then I hit it. You know, it's like that imagination of like snatching someone's head off of their body and then throwing it and then, like using it as a basketball and then I shoot it. You know, it could <laughs> it could be as creative as you want it to be. In my head, I can be thinking something very gruesome and harsh or messed up. But then the actual dance form representation, it looks totally different. And that's where it can come off as more of a beautiful type thing. But there's also less intense stories, right? You can do something that you do like every day, you know? It could be like, oh, I'm walking into the store, grabbing my cup of coffee. I'm drinking my coffee. Or it can be something very complex like, oh, like I'm drawing this box and I'm turning it and I'm flipping it and I'm... Uh, going into the box. So, whatever you can think of in your mind, you can kind of bring to life, yeah? It's up to you to make it presentable to the people that are watching and make it make sense.
2: The lab, what is it like?
0: Well, the lab is free. We host a lab on Wednesdays from 8.30 to 10.30. It's an open space for people to come and, like, Hone their skills. We give um, tips and drills and things of that sort. One, two, three, four, and then your breakdown happens on the five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, you to be you able to work know. on different battle tactics, work on a uh, style that you would like to learn, learn about culture, and it's just a, a space for people to feel welcome and feel comfortable to be able to come and vibe out and feel some energy uh, throughout the week.
2: What I saw was different types of dance, man. I saw some some uh, some crumping. Yeah. I saw some some people doing some some like almost ballroom like voguing moves. Like I saw some West African incorporated into it. Like how does all of that get mixed into the gumbo pot?
0: Our team is more like all style dancers. There's not a limited to what style um, that you do. It's usually mostly pertaining to hip hop. They're kind of using hip-hop and kind of having like it as an umbrella and then putting these different styles underneath it. We want to welcome all dancers, so we allow people to come and just represent what they like to represent.
2: It's dope to see, man. It, uh, it definitely is reminiscent of like early 2000 dance films, you know, like <laughs> the battle, like you got served, that, that type of vibe, you know. Um, and everybody has their own unique flavor. There's, it's a very diverse crowd. Um, people are younger, like 19, 20 to 25 is what I kind of gathered. Um, I saw some fashion from back in the day. I saw like a, a Thiz shirt and like a, a Von Dutch hat. I hadn't seen one of those in a minute. Yeah. And so you did a, a small workshop while I was at the lab where you were um, talking about getting audience reaction. And there's like a methodology that you had about like creating a moment and then carrying that momentum with you. Can you explain that to
0: me a little bit? The point of to dance is to entertain. Engagement um, kind of brings in the energy. So a lot of us are good at creating moments, doing um, a power move, something to make the crowd go ooh or ah. If I do a flip, right, and everyone goes, oh... Right. I can either stand there in excitement or I can use that old energy to carry it to another place. So if I land and do my flip and there's people behind me that go, oh, I could do like a trendy dance like the Dougie. If I hit the Dougie, maybe they will want to hit the Dougie with me because they know the move. So then now it makes it more engaging because now people are doing it with me. And when I travel, people usually want to follow that energy. So I can do my Dougie and I can do it by going to the left and maybe people follow me. Or I'm traveling and I'm getting more people to engage because I'm moving and now I'm closer and closer to different people. So now they're feeling that energy. So that, those are the things that I was explaining at that lab you were at.
2: You're really actually like a conductor of energy. And I mean conductor like the head of an orchestra and also a conductor like you create the energy. You're like a battery pack.
0: Yeah, definitely. A lot of people think that you could just get up and just feel it, which is true. But at the same time, there's still some type of study behind it. It starts to make more sense and it starts to get easier for you to translate it to other people.
2: How are you navigating doing events in the labs during COVID? I imagine it's hard to dance with a mask on, right? Breathing-wise and then also like you don't have as wide a range of facial expressions. Like, How do you do that?
0: You got to really push that feeling. The first thing you usually do. Go to is someone's face, someone's eyes. A lot of people sell it with their face. They overexpress with their face to make it seem like they're doing more. But now you can't do that. So now since you're eliminating half of your face because it's covered with a mask, you have to really bring out your feeling, your passion. People have to be able to feel you when you dance. I think that's uh, also a great thing.
2: Well said. I hadn't looked at it that way, but going back to being that conductor of energy, I I need to physically see your energy so I can it can resonate with me and everybody can you know spiral up essentially, but specifically in the Bay Area there's the uh the the quote from the great philosopher uh, Andre Hicks uh, in the Bay Area we dance a little different. Yeah,
0: well, definitely.
2: Why why do we dance a little different out here?
0: Uh, it's the hypheness. Uh, when people bounce and groove, it feels heavy it feels very pounding boom 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 but when we bounce and groove it comes with flavor it comes with sauce it comes with a uh, different type of steeze you know and that, that word for it is hyphy do you have a favorite dance? I got a few I got a couple the dougie the dougie is gotta be one of them
2: baby let's move what
0: Uh, I really like the Shmoney. The Millie Rock. I Millie Rock go any block. And then, of course, you got to throw the Smeeze in there. The Smeeze is definitely top five dancers all time. Ricky
2: Ricky Ricky Morty. Seeing what you just named, it, like dancers that came, like, Shmoney is New York, what Dougie is, uh, it was at least popularized in the South. And then you got sneeze out of Oakland. So you're incorporating all of these dances into your moves.
0: Yeah, I, I can't just be doing the same thing over and over and over again. I got to keep it fresh. Yeah, I got to keep it clean. I'm a crumper. Um, crump is the style that I do. But I also learn other different styles that I can incorporate in my crump. For example, I can incorporate gliding into my crump. I can take reggae, you know, those grooves and the the different bounce you know, and if I add that into my chest with my crump and make it buck, then that's what makes it crump.
2: When I first got into, I was filming turf dances at uh, Youth Uprising back in like oh five, oh six. Dance was used as a deterrent to violence. You know, they promote dance events, have young folks be entertained on Friday nights instead of running the streets. Do you feel like dance is a way to combat oppression?
0: Um... I'm not really sure. I think that dance is a way to bring people together, but I don't think that you can solve that type of big issue without getting down to the actual nitty gritty of things. I think people use dance to avoid those type of conversations or conflict. They use it to just say, oh, let's get past it.
2: That's a hell of a perspective, man, because it's I mean, essentially saying that dance is a way to pacify, you know? And instantly when you started talking about it, like, again, my example of like, they were entertaining young folks on Fridays, but also kind of pacifying them, giving them something to do. It didn't necessarily solve the systematic oppression that they were facing, but um, it gave them something fun to do on Friday nights so they wouldn't be fighting each other.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing with dance is like some people treat it like, oh, that's just your hobby. You know, that's just something you do for fun when that's not really the case. If you talk to a lot of Turfers, like, that's what they do for a living, you know? They see dance is a thing that can take them away from all of those things when really they do gigs and they are not really getting paid appropriately like how they should be. Um, and that's from music videos, that's from local rappers, that's from any type of gig that they get, you know? Because dancers aren't respected in that form. Dancers are required because that's what people want to see the most and they know that people want to see it but then they treat it like oh i'm giving you opportunity so you can take this exposure (laughs) type i will pay you an exposure (laughs) you know it'll be different if you know they're oh we want you to come and teach classes you're going to be able to make money from this oh not only are you only be able to teach classes we're going to be able to supply you with food or gas or whatever the case it'll be different if it was more things attached to it rather than oh here's dance you can play some music here
2: Tariq Rollerson from the 1UP Crew. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Best of luck with the labs and the events. You wanted to give a shout out. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to Inner Group Studios. That's the studio that we rehearse out of. Special shout out to Daniel King and Leslie.
2: Always, always hats off to the people who provide space for the arts. Yeah. If you're looking to keep up with him, you can find Tariq on Instagram at T Slider. That's spelled T underscore S-L-I-D-A-H. And if you're looking for more info on the One Up Crew, you can find them on Instagram as well at one, the number one, up crew, underscore. And be sure to look out for upcoming battles, including the one on December 11th in Whittier, California. The grand prize is $2,000. The producers of this episode were Camilo Garzon and Nima Gobir. Jessica Plachik is the editor. Our engineer is Seal Muller. Our engagement team is made up of Kiana Moganum, Sarah Pineda, and Ashley Ng. KQED execs of Erica Aguilar, David Marcus, and Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw, inviting you all to go out and do a little dance, man. Get out there and shake what your mama gave you. Yeah. Peace. Right now, which is a KQED production.